Pocket, a podcast by Jake and Dylan. Should be right. pretty good. I'm not gonna lie, my clap was thunderous. I don't know if you could hear it. it was I was gentle eye. with mine. Probably got the bodily fluids included in it. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, uh, a fun life update for everybody. Uh, we're gonna take a break from the podcast really quick. I cut my hand or my finger open uh, chopping up some uh, veggies, specifically zucchini, earlier. So uh, if if if. If you hear my breathing get like super like faint and then a, a loud falling sound, that's probably me passing out mm-hmm. during the recording. But you two make sure to just soldier on. Yeah, we'll send some Uber Eats your way if that happens. Oh fuck yeah! I I can't remember the last time we started like precisely on time with a guest. So it was like it was just perfect that there was this message sent like we all good for five and it's like yep five five or five my time for your guys' time. And then just all of a sudden, like minutes before, like, <laughs> hey, just cut my finger, like slicing up some veggies. Going to be a few minutes. And then just like 15 minutes later, like, Jake, you alive? Yep. Should be good. Cute. Here we are. Were the veggies worth it, Jake? Uh, you tell me. <laughs> Ooh, I'm not seeing any zooks. Oh, I see them. All right. They're in there. <laughs> Out of spite. Just like, nope, not going to have any zooks. <laughs> yeah, straight to the trash. Yeah. You didn't earn your way into my bowl. I had an extra zucchini in the fridge, and I just stomped it. <laughs> Show so, what it could have been like. I'm over this shit now. Yep. But hey, here we are. Here together we are. for the first time, and hopefully not the last time. We got me. I'm Jake. We have my, other, my co-host. Introduce yourself. I'm Dylan. You've heard hey, me on this show before. And, and this week's special guest is... Hey everyone, my name's Ethan. Nice. Uh, yep, that's it. I'm Ethan. You're Ethan. Ethan, Ethan coming on the show today. We're gonna talk about some Milky Chance later. But is it, wait, is it Ethan Hawk? Superstar. You know, I get that a lot, and the first two letters of my last name are the same, Ethan Harlig. Uh, but no, sadly not, not Ethan, Ethan Hawk. I saw I saw a video of Ethan Hawk like courtside sitting next to Rihanna, and then he like oh. posted the photo and was like, "Damn, stole my." Yeah, Sun's Thunder. That's a little confusing because that actually that picture was me, but I thought I posted under Ethan Harlig, not Ethan Hawk. So I must oh, must weird. have got my accounts messed up. This stuff happens. happens. Yeah, it happens quite a lot actually. You know how it goes. Um, but before we really get into things, uh, I know Ethan has a fat plug that he needs to make. Fat um, plug. So take in. it take it away, man. Yeah. So I've been uh, working on a little game of mine, a little video game, if you will. And I made a little sample of it for this thing called a Game Jam back in uh, November. Put, a, put it online for some people to play. And now I've been working on getting it onto mobile phones. Your little iPhones, your Androids, if you will. Um, and so last night, I stayed up later than I should have. Made a little website so that you can sign up for updates if you want. The game is called Square One, like getting back to Square One. And so the website is squareonegame.net. Dot com was taken sadly, but squareonegame.net. You can go there, see a little sample, play the little sample, and you can input your email to get signed up to be notified, you know, if and when it drops, if I keep the motivation up. And is the one, is it spelled out or is it numerical? Thank you. Yes, it's, it's spelled out. So it's square, S Q A R E, one O N E, and then game, G A M E dot net. 
Okay, now now I'm not hearing a Z in there at mm-hmm. all. So normally with games and gamer mm-hmm. culture, I, there's normally going to be a Z somewhere mm-hmm. in place of an S. And mm-hmm. are, are you thinking of maybe going like back to square one? Square one? You know, I was I didn't consider that actually. I was thinking about how many vowels I could omit because that's a you know techie thing. Diamond uh, diamond dozen. Yeah, Those so like square big. square n was a contender, but uh, okay. then I realized that was terrible. I actually it didn't cross my mind. I won't. Now now I think there's more to play with there because you do have a one in there spelled out, but I don't see why you're not spelling it zero n three. Hmm. Yeah. That that will be the and the square can be five q u four r three. Yeah, and so the beauty of that is, you know, I intend for there to be many sequels. This franchise is taken off. People are saying that it's going to be the next Call of Duty. So, Whoa. so Square 2, that's going to be a wild one. Square 3, though, that's coming back to Square O-N-3. And that's really, okay. yeah, that website domain is reserved. Don't look it up. I already, I purchased all 10 sequels that are coming your way. And and now, I'm, I'm uh, the only thing I'm having a little uh, trouble with is, uh, why aren't you calling it uh, squared and then cubed? Mm. You know, that's a really good question, actually, because the whole game is about you, you do operate cubes. Uh, so fair question. Taking back a little historical context, how about that? The game jam that I participated in, they basically give you like a theme and it's just like make a game with this theme. I'd never made a game before. And so that kind of is how I got onto this. But the theme of the game jam was cliches. And they just dropped a list of like four or five thousand cliches. I was mindlessly scrolling through it and then I'd stop and just look at the ones on there because it was overwhelming and when I hit square one I was like ah puzzle game you know back to square one Mm. yeah now I'm a bit terrified right now because Mm. I may or may not have recorded that shit Mm. what was the point of the class so I'm gonna stab myself in the fucking eye so hmm I'm gonna stop my audio Restart it. You guys keep recording. Still recording. Yep. So don't. You still want me recording? Keep recording. So now I'm really recording because, again, I'm stupid as shit. So let's do another clap. Well, three, two, one clap. Dylan? Yep. All right. <clears throat> Hands ready? Yep. Three, two, one clap. Well,. Hopefully my other shit's usable. I mean, in theory, it was recording on my laptop, and it was getting some stuff picked up. So maybe we'll do some finagling uh, with that. But <sighs> worst case scenario, we do like a really, really quick like synopsis of the last seven. Yeah. Months. So Started basically, off, we were doing this like jib jab, this good jib jab back and forth of like. Yeah. Um, uh, I'm Dylan. That's Jake. We're hosts, and then Ethan. That's that other voice that you've heard. Hi. Then we did this thing where we talked about Ethan. Um, Ethan, uh, pl- plug your game again, really quick. Yeah, do that just in case. Do the whole thing. Just uh, really uh, square one. Just quick, say, yeah. say the name. I'm making a game called Square One. You can check out squareonegame.net, and it's all spelled out to nice. sign up for updates. Hell yeah. So, again, if, if we really did lose all the audio, just make sure to just picture a lot of really good banter uh, back and forth. Um, we, we're, we're, you know, a lot, of, a lot of riffing on the name of the game itself. Mm. Um, so. Wonderful. A lot of good laughs. Hey, you know what? Laughs. Let's go back to square one with this conversation. <laughs> Look at this guy. 
Yeah. He is so, the Segway master after all. So <laughs> so make sure to check out Ethan's game. Sign up for the updates. He is going to finish the game uh, next week, he said. Not so true. it's going to be ready for Christmas, um, and you can get it for all your friends and family. Sounds good. Yeah, Christmas 2024, it'll be out for sure. Cool. And you said it's 2024 or 2023? I'm just kidding. I have no idea when it's going to be done. But by then, it'll for sure be done. <laughs> oh. it's a mo- but you said it's a mobile mobile game? Like it would be on your phone? Yeah. Yeah. So now are we talking pretty much Angry Birds, right? Mm, yeah. So imagine Angry Birds. Take out all the parts that you know about Angry Birds and mm. then picture that it's a, a, a puzzle game where you're controlling a cube, if you a square, if you will, mm-hmm. okay. uh, moving around a little map trying to collect things, and the puzzles are different. You got ice tiles. You got holes in the map. You got to rotate the camera around. I mean, how much better can it get is basically what we're talking about. And still working on a lot of the features, the level design, but uh, okay. built out most of the core stuff. So at this point, it's just a matter of adding more and more levels. So yeah. what I'm hearing so it's is... it's like a video game Rubik's Cube. Mm. You know, I really struggle to describe how Let, it is. Actually, yeah, go ahead. I, I think I think I might be onto something. So I'm basically yeah. hearing that it's 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 basically Flappy Bird, but for mm-hmm. uh, with with squares. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Temple take like Valley. Angry Birds, Flappy Bird. You know, have you guys ever heard of the game Monument Valley? I have. Yeah, and Monument Valley. Combine all three of those together, you got Square One. Damn. Okay. Yep. Sounds like it's bound to be a hit. It hopefully. is. And what was that website one more time? Squareonegame.com. All spelled uh, spell out. Dot com? S-Q-A-R-E. Oh, dot com? Excuse me. Dot net. I'm so sorry. The dot com domain was taken. <sighs> Somebody's squatting on it. They're asking, I don't know, 40 grand for that website. Who's going to buy that? Not me. Not me. Maybe if and when it's it has Flappy Bird success, I'll send them an offer for like 20, 30 bucks. But my $11 domain, squareonegame.net, S-Q-A-R-E-O-N-E. G-A-M-E dot net is doing me great for now. Yeah, right. So be careful when making mistakes like that, Ethan, because making mistakes on this on this podcast is very frowned upon. One so. of the one of the eight deadly sins I've heard. Yeah. The other thing in case the audio got really, really fucked up, mm-hmm. Jake's finger was bleeding everywhere. We started oh, later yeah. than anticipated <laughs> as we as we've been known to do. Mm-hmm. But this is a music and friends episode. Oh, hold on, um, guys. Oh, I'm going to look really dumb right now. Oh, I'm still not. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that Jake. was a goof. That was what a, a goof. goof and a gaff. That was a goof. nervous. Hey, uh, Ethan, in case you didn't know, we like to have fun on this podcast. So, so I've heard it's yeah. a wild time so far. Mm hmm. Really putting you through it. <clears throat> so you can continue, Dylan. I was going to say. Uh, one of the things that doesn't get recorded and is not supposed to be recorded is the coveted pre-show chat. And in the pre-show chat, I learned, but the audience does not know this. How do you and Jake know each other? So, as I'm pretty sure happened with Ethan, I didn't really hear any of that. Yeah, I was going to say, I was about to text it in the chat and say, Dylan sounds like absolute shit to me right now. (laughs) Fucking Christ. What about right now? You can hear me? Probably worse. <laughs> oh, here, let me go off. Let me just go no Wi-Fi. You should try to hotspot your own phone. Hey, make it make. That's good. No, that's that's good. me. I'm a I'm a software engineer. Trust no, me. That's trust good. Me. Yeah. All right. You can hear me now. I said, 
Uh, this part wasn't meant to be recorded, the coveted pre-show chat, in mm-hmm. which I learned how you two know each other, but the yeah. audience would not know this. Yep. So... How how do you boys know one another? Uh, Ethan was a Make-A-Wish kid that I mm-hmm. met uh, back in college. Mm-hmm. He uh, really, honestly, I don't even think he had any sort of disease. I think he mm-hmm. just signed up for the program, and yeah. we just got paired up together. Yeah, I learned they don't really do much, much uh, fact-checking there. So <laughs> I was just kind of like, hey, you know, pair me up with the the tallest, sexiest guy with the best hair you know, and yes. all will be all yes. will be well. They sent me, uh, I forget who it was, Brad Pitt or something, but he oh. said I was a bit too old for the program. I was okay. 18 at the time. Okay. Uh, and so they were basically like, we'll look in your local community. They found this guy, Jake. He also hadn't <laughs> signed up to be a volunteer. He said he was totally against that. But yep. once you learned that I was also gaming the system, they figured they'd pair us together and all was well. Yeah. Um, so uh, I'm going to peel back the curtain a little bit. That wasn't true. Oh, that was all. You had to tell him, Jake. That was all a bit. So, yeah, we. Uh, I met Ethan at Cal Poly. We're but it would have been on brand, Ethan, gaming the system, because he's a gamer. I'm a gamer. Dylan, you're say. stop taking things back to square one. Jeez, we we got <laughs> we gotta we gotta move this along. Um yeah, we met at Cal Poly. Um you know, just Same two fact. just two guys just in Greek life, just yeah. just being frat, fratty guys. Um and I really don't know what more there is to say. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, when I was in college, my second year, my best friend, Colin, he and I were both second years in the same okay. frat. And then Jake and his friend, Aiden, had yeah. both also joined. And uh, We were freshmen, though. You guys were freshmen, yeah. Let's get that clear. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a year below me here. Yep. Uh, therefore, lesser. Yep. And... Yeah, you and Aiden had joined, and then when the you know big bro, little bro time came around, we'd all just been vibing, and so I got paired up with Aiden, and you and Colin got paired up, and the four of us would just yeah. do our little shenanigans. We were all boys, and then when it came down to it, it's funny, the way we do big bro is you like pick who you think it's going to be, and hopefully you guess it right. I guessed Ethan, Aiden guessed Colin. It was so, so embarrassing for Jake. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. And now you guys have moved past that, are still friends to this day, and hang out. Listeners of the show know Jake was in Portland at one point in time, spoke about a die tournament in, yeah. in which he was visiting Ethan. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Jake and I actually had the first annual die tournament, not this past year, but the year prior. We were, uh, I don't even remember our team name, but we had these sexy-ass sunglasses. You know, Jake, I actually still have the sunglasses in my office here. I've been waiting for you to pick really? them back up. The uh, knockoff, uh, what are they called, Pit Vipers? Yeah. Those bad boys, and we had some sexy-ass shirts. I had a Garfield one, yep. and you know that we took that baby all the way home. We ran that first place in the yep. first diet tournament. We didn't have a trophy, though. Still, yep. don't. that'll be coming this year, hopefully. Yeah. But then last year, the... Uh, Randomness gods did not want us to win that again, so we were sadly on a, a different team. It had to be fair to everyone else. It had to be so. fair to everyone else. It was too much of a sweep. Yeah, such is life. Yeah. But yeah, I've been down. I came down to San Francisco. I guess it was a while ago, May of last year at this point. But Jake and I had a nice little. Uh, I guess it wasn't brunch. I mean, more like it a was lunch. Lunch. It was lunchish. Lunchish. Yeah, 
and we had a good little time hanging out with Colin as well. Yep. But yeah, when I find myself in San Francisco, gotta say hi. I didn't see you this last time I was here though. It was nope. a very tight schedule. I was out of town, I believe. Wombo combo. Yep. Yeah. Dylan, how do you know Ethan? Uh, he hopped on a call. Well, first added to a group chat, like a text message. Okay. And there was something about music, and then like, what album do you want to listen to, mm-hmm. or do you want to pick? And then he was really indecisive. And then it took like a day or two, <laughs> and then on. finally it was like, "Hey, I'm gonna settle on this. It's a mm. uh, Bl- Blossom by Milky Chance." Mm. And then he made some joke about like, "Oh, we'll do the acoustic version too." Like, which just doubled down already. No, I said, "Miss me with the acoustic." Wait, versions. I didn't listen to them at all. I thought no. he said only listen to the acoustic version. <laughs> Don't ask me a single question about that. I, I got nothing. I honestly, <laughs> I thought to myself before this, like, what if I accidentally listened to the wrong album? Like, just what if? Well, yeah. okay, on Spotify, like, it's like they got the deluxe version with the acoustic editions, but there's no non-deluxe version yeah. that I could find. And so I I'm was, like, Give I was me trying the to standard. Come on, I was trying to find the the normal boring one, but yeah, yeah, apparently it just doesn't exist. Yeah, they just put the deluxe in the title to really hype it up. Back to the indecisive thing, though, I'll get into this, I guess, when we talk a bit about music. But I've never been a big we, album. Uh, sorry, am I getting ahead of myself? No, 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 okay. you're good. You're good. I was gonna say I've never been a big album guy. <clears throat> like, I'll just listen to songs and I'm like, damn, good song. And then I feel like a lot of the time I'll go to listen to the album and I'm like, wow, the rest of this shit sucks. <laughs> and so then I just, I don't know if, I, I don't know if I've necessarily given up on albums, but like I, that's certainly not my go-to. And so when you guys were like, where when Jake asked me what album, I was like, oh, uh, well, these are, these are two that I know I really listened to all the songs and I went through all my Spotify album likes and uh, came across a couple more before settling on this one. But really, I know that. Uh, Dylan, you were a previous Apple Music user, and you've switched over to Spotify. I was the same. I'd actually got no, back and no, forth. No, no, oh, no, no. Oh, no, excuse me. I you were on Spotify. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. I was a SoundClouder, and now yeah. I'm on Apple Music. Oh, okay. I got that wrong then. But the way that I've <laughs> gone about this is I was I was a Spotify guy way back in the day, right? Way back in way like back. high school, early college. Back when I didn't have a premium membership, so it was all just like somewhat random stuff. Want a break from the ads? Want a break from the ads? I did. I did. So I went to SoundCloud. And uh, was on that grind for a while. And that was actually where I think I got introduced to Milky Chance, kind of. There was a banger remix, Flick Flack edit of Stolen Dance. Whew. I linked it in my notes. I can send it to you guys as well. It's, I mean, it's a I, uh, SoundCloud, I feel like, was definitely a, 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 a big connection, I think, between me and you, Ethan, when we first mm-hmm. met each other. Because that was when I was really starting to get into like electronic music and mm-hmm. all the shit that was on SoundCloud. And then I met Ethan, and I was like... Whoa, this guy's got so many good songs. <laughs> yeah, it checks out. Yeah. So that was that was kind of a music thing. It was never like an album thing. It was more like, yeah, this song's sick. Damn, but to round that out, then I went to Apple Music and I was on that for a while and had a lot of like albums and stuff I liked at the time. Then I'm now back to Spotify, and so I feel like I just have like kind of a period of lost history. Um, talk about indecisive. <laughs> Truly. It was really about the deals. Alright. <laughs> it was about the deals where I can save that skrill. But here we are. I can shell out that nine ninety nine a month. Damn, it's budgeted for all. As okay, well, well uh, this this is a music podcast. It's not a flex on everyone podcast. So, <laughs> uh, so. I'm sorry. Are you not paying for Spotify Premium, Jake? Am I <laughs> am I outing you here? <laughs> no, I do. Okay. I'm fucking wealthy, dude. I pay yeah. for Spotify Premium. Yeah, I'm sure. I heard this podcast raking in like two hundred k a month. Oh, uh, well, no, that was that. Sorry first. to expose so, your finances. That was that first. Episode. 
Yeah, now episode at this point, four episodes, five episodes per month. I don't even know. Yeah. You know, if if we were to 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 branch off um, from the rest of the podcast um, uh, 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 country, we would be the the third largest economy on, on the planet. So, wow. yep. yeah, that's pretty crazy. Just below what? Just below the top two, Jake. The top two podcast economies, obviously, number one is Joe Rogan. Yep. Clearly, because you know uh, the guy we all know the, and 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 we all love. Uh, number two, top podcast uh, economy mm. in the world is uh, actually a little-known podcast called. Uh, it's the Wall Street Journal's daily uh, news blurb publication. Mm. So, is that some sort of like indie newspaper or something? Yeah, it's a gotcha. little small. Pretty underground. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> kind of like Tame Impala, huh? Yeah. Oh, you, you yeah, know Tame Impala? Holy shit. Tame Impala is actually just one person, I've heard. Holy fuck. Tame Impala. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know they've, if you've... They've grown increasingly popular over the past few months. It's I don't know. It's getting a little out of hand. Good for you guys. I'm not sure if you're aware of Tame Impala's meteoric rise to fame, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Coincides with when we first talked about Tame Impala. Curious. So. Curious. Coincidence? I think Odd. not. So, speaking of music and all mm. things music, let's talk about music. Let's <laughs> talk about music. I'm all for it. This is definitely the longest intro opening we ever had for one of these, but this is all gold, so I could not care less. All gold, except for the part that wasn't recorded. Well, it would, it it, gold, it would, be, it would be even longer if um, someone knew how to use their audio interface. Yeah, I'm looking at 23 minutes right now. Yep, I'm looking yeah. at 15, so I don't know about you guys. <laughs> Jabroni alert. But uh, let's uh, get things going, shall we? What? So we'll start things off like we always start things off with our opening questions. And I'll take the first one, if that's okay with you, Dylan. I want number two. Okay. Uh, getting getting it going, I think mm-hmm. we, we almost had a little insight into this, but tell us about what was the the jumping off point for you for getting into music uh not albums as you have made clear but what was the start of it was there a specific person family friend and like what was that beginning like what did it look like yeah good question good question i think uh music i feel like has always kind of been like somewhat of a, a background to me almost just like stuff to you know, listen to while stuff's going on. And so back in the day, I had like the OG iPod shuffle, you know, the little white one that was just like a USB stick. Yes. Like you could unplug part of it. And I was just reflecting on that. And I think my like go-to banger from that was Switch by Will Smith. And, you know, that just, I started everything. Hey, no, 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 Switch. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, And so I feel like that, I mean, that's, I don't know if that just describes that time of me listening to music as that, but that is like what stuck out to me. That and like some Fallout Boy, um, yes, back then. But really, I feel like it wasn't like a huge uh, part of my life necessarily. It was more just like, yeah, what's like going on? And you know, I feel like also a part of that is once you start driving your own car. I don't know if this is just for me. That's when it starts to become like, okay, I decide what's going on. You know, a little glimpse into adulthood almost of at least mm-hmm. being able to like pick the music that's going on not that like my parents were ever controlling about the radio but i was i didn't have anything i wanted to throw on or anything like that you know mm-hmm. um just an innocent bystander yeah subject to what they listen to <laughs> my mom listened to a lot of u2 um 
Interesting. I'm Wait, kind of wrote a, lot later. a lot of me? A lot of you too. Yeah, both of you. Okay. Um, <laughs> but back in fifth grade, I lived in Utah, and I fifth grade was like the last year of elementary school, and so we had to play an instrument, and I played clarinet because I really wanted to play saxophone. But in order mm. to play saxophone, that was a middle school instrument. And so you had to play, yeah, a year of clarinet. It's a logical jump, yeah. Get those woodwinds in, you know? So I was really stoked on... I liked clarinet for the year, but I was, like, stoked to learn saxophone. I was stoked to be done with elementary school, get into middle school, and then, boom, my family moved to Alaska. And sixth grade in Alaska is still elementary school. Oh, no. It's the last year of elementary school. And so in Utah, it was, like... 6th, 7th, and then 8th, ninth were, like, all a combination of middle school. And in Alaska, it was elementary school goes to 6th, and 7th and 8th is middle, and then high school is after that. Yep. So anyways, I was back on the train of uh, needing to pick a new instrument. And so I totally hopped over and I played viola for a bit. Okay. Yeah. And so I was into viola for a few years, probably, like, three, four years then. Um, played in the youth symphony around then. But, like, I, I did enjoy that, but it was also just, like, a lot of music of, like, you know, the classics, the Beethovens, the Mozarts, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, that like I wasn't, you know, throwing it, bussing it down on the dance floor to those. Okay. Um, throwing I was, that, I throwing that fat thing around. Throwing that fat thing around. Yeah. You should have seen me at the recitals. Let me tell you. <laughs> Goddamn. Uh, but anyways, yeah, as we talked about <laughs> in college a little bit, I feel like it was really like kind of the end of high school and early into college. One of my really good friends, James Rocket. Jake, you know him. I know James. Uh, James and I went to high school together back... Oh, so after Alaska, I moved to Bend, Oregon, and for my junior and senior year of high school, and that was where James and I met. Um, and he was, like, ahead of the game on SoundCloud. I feel like SoundCloud, like, nobody really knew about it at that time. It wasn't a thing. This was, like, 2016. Oh, uh, no, no, no. 2012. Excuse me. Well, um, all right, now that's ahead of the game. 2013, maybe. And, yeah. and he was... Or maybe senior year. 2013, 2014, <laughs> let's say. Somewhere in those times. Um, and he just like was, was super into the remixes and kind of got me into some like Thomas Jack trop house. You know what I'm talking about? Thomas, hey guys, Jack. Thomas Jack here. Thomas Jack here. Yeah. Is this appropriation? I hope not. Uh, that was my best accent. And good, good enough. Thank you. I'm doing my best out here. I don't even, I think he's Australian, right? Maybe. Yeah. Um, checks out with the tropical house, but fun fact, I, kinda, I saw yeah. him one time. Oh, yep. Good for you. Sounds How was slow. it? It was good. It was, you know, tropical house. What, was it at Avila Beach? It was at the Graduate. Oh. Hmm. I don't Tommy, think I went to that. Thomas Jake here. Hey, guys. Um, but, yeah, I feel like that kind of, like, that's what really set me into, like, SoundCloud remixes and just listening to, like, some, like, beady stuff. Stuff with, like, and not necessarily even, like, dance music, but just, like, yeah. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly. I'm shaking my booty right now. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, and Ethan, that was also your, your camera's shaking too much from that ass. Oh, oh, oh. Sorry, <laughs> I'll, I'll tone it down. Um, I didn't say stop. No, but but also the other thing is I was starting my major of computer science in college, and that like I feel like was a lot of like focused stuff, like mm -hmm. needing to be able to code and just like learn new things, and so kind of that also introduced me to that kind of music because it was a it's something like now I listen to lo-fi, very similar, but in a different way, but just like relatively lyricless or the lyrics don't mean a lot yep. and you can just kind of throw it on and have it going in the background and so I feel like that's kind of shaped a lot of the stuff that I listen to like when I was going through some notes for this album that we're going to discuss I was like damn I've listened to this album so many times and I do not know the lyrics to a lot of these songs like I know the idea and I can like 
say words that probably sound like it, you know, but it isn't until you fact check yourself that you're like, wow, what's going on? And yeah, Jake, um, Jake is the big lyrics guy. Mm-hmm. Jake, Jake will like read the lyrics. And then, so I was challenging myself on this one where I was like, oh, I'm gonna look at the lyrics a little bit. And I'm like, I, I don't know that I can interpret any of this, like, or if there is yeah. anything to interpret. So I'm glad that this is being said right now. Yeah, I will I say for, for this album, it was some of the hardest I've had. <laughs> with uh-huh. Like, what are they talking about? <laughs> yeah, but, I asked, uh, I asked Chelsea, my girlfriend, if it would be kosher if I could ask ChatGPT to analyze some of these songs for me. She said no. She said that would go against some artistic stuff, artistic mm. liberties. I did give it a shot with one song. It gave me, it cited some lyrics that it was like, here's what they're talking about here. The lyrics weren't even in the song. So I gave up <laughs> on that, sadly. And I had to do my own interpretations. I think, I think um, audio, like, like analyzing software, whatever is used to like transcribe lyrics has a mm. really hard time with Milky Chance because these guys are German. At least, well, they are German. And the guy's singing, so his English isn't is it's great, but it's a little muddled almost sounding. Sure. And so as I was reading the lyrics as the song was going on, I was like, Oh yeah, no, this is like totally off. Like yeah. <laughs> most of the stuff it would get. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, but <laughs> well, very yeah. funny. Um But back to the introduction to uh music thing, another thing that I listened to a lot in college because I feel like it was like what was played at parties and stuff going back to the was Mobamba culture was Mobamba was rap that's I w- unironically was going to say rap but not not necessarily Mobamba um but I feel like that also kind of got me into like rap a little bit in like thinking or just like listening to a lot of that and I did like it at the time but now I've definitely strayed a bit more away to that like there's still some rap that i like but um i know we have some joey badass fans in the house that kind of stuff not necessarily for me (laughs) that kind of stuff i think is absolutely terrible no i mean i just crap (laughs) i just i just listen to i feel like a different type of music now and even like edm like i mentioned i listen to lo-fi but um house music and like edm generally is like typically not stuff that i listen to now Mm -hmm. um so i've kind of started to move away from that a little bit but yeah. Now that you're now that you're um um an amazing Older. guitar player, are you just mm. listening to a lot more like indie alternative mm-hmm. folk? Yeah. I don't know if we were moving on to question number two about what I'm listening to. Ready? Right All right, now. question number two. Dude, what are you listening to right now? Ethan Good question. Good Ethan's, question. Ethan's doing better transitions than we are. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, it did feel like a natural transition, but I didn't know if you wanted to. This kid's got know. it. He's got the feel. I took notes. This is a quick ad for Notion. I've started using Notion that. recently. I don't mm, know if you guys are Notion? on Notion. Yeah, they're, Notion. They're a, like a yeah, we app. use Notion. Fun fact, they're a sponsor of the podcast. Oh, wonderful then. Yep. Well, then this is an ad for Notion. I've also yeah, started you can, using it recently. You can do an ad for them really quick if you want. Uh, this podcast sponsored by Notion. I love to use Notion for all of my note-taking needs. For example, for this podcast and the album we'll be talking about, I wrote out some of the questions we were going to be talking about and went through my own little answers to be able to give the best quality interview that I could throughout this. So please feel free to check out notion.co slash backpocketpodcast for 90% off. Okay, I was going to say, there's got to be a discount code in there somewhere. Yep. Damn. I've listened to a couple podcasts here and there. All right. Honestly, though, real quick, not a huge podcast guy. I have given you guys' podcast quite a few listens, but like typically, typically I feel like podcasts are my go-to on like a long drive, mm-hmm. and I haven't had a lot of those recently. When my parents were still like three hours away, that would be like prime podcast time. Yeah. Stuff You Should prime. Know is one of my go-tos. Great um, podcast. Great podcast, yeah. But 
now it's just like I feel like there's always something else that I would like rather listen to, like music or I'm a gamer. No, music sucks. About. Podcasts are way better than music. True. Way, we should do a podcast better. about why music sucks. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. All right. Transition this one. Um, get ready for the next episode, everybody. <laughs> All right, I've kind of gone off the topic though. You asked what I'm listening to right now. Uh, well, I know that you were you were able to get back on topic so easily because you had your notes in front of you that I you took on notion, notion. notion, yeah, notion notes. Um, but yeah, so after I graduated college and moved up to Seattle with my girlfriend Chelsea, um, I was kind of did, I didn't know what to do. All of a sudden, you all of a sudden have all this time, and you don't just have like a bunch of friends nearby necessarily. Like we moved, we moved there, we didn't just like. We didn't really know anybody and making friends when you're right out of college and like your job isn't lending itself super well to meeting people, I feel like made that super hard. Um, so anyways, I was one day, uh, I decided I wanted to play guitar and I've wanted to do that forever and spent a bunch of money on a guitar and an amp and <laughs> started taking lessons at, as like a very kind of classically trained guitar Late studio. Late guitar use. <laughs> yeah. 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 And, uh, basically I, I didn't end up sticking with that cause it was a lot of like, it just wasn't, the learning style wasn't necessarily for me. It was a lot of like reading sheet music and like mapping that to notes on the guitar. And it was just like not my thing. I was just kind of wanting to like mess around with it and play some songs that I wanted to know. And so since I've moved to Portland here, um, one of my friends, he started taking guitar lessons and with at like this group studio here that does like small group lessons. And it's a really cool uh, studio. I'll give them a shout out as well. Rose City Guitar Company in Portland, Oregon. Uh, okay, you're not. This is sorry. Almost, this seems uh, sorry. too. This is where this, this is seems where too crazy. To, no, this seems too crazy to believe. Sponsor of the show. Sponsor of the show. Crazy. Crazy to hear. Yeah. Um. But anyways, they they do like I pay for guitar lessons by the month. You get like a number of classes, like four, six, eight classes, and then they have a bunch of different classes you can take. And you can mix and match, and so you can do like a rock and roll class and a metal class and a theory class and like all this different stuff. And so I feel like that's kind of started to turn me on to z- different genres of music altogether that like I typically wouldn't listen to. And also some classics that like, like a lot of uh, Credence Clearwater Revival, learn a lot of that in my Americana classes. Yeah. Not that I necessarily listen to that though in my free time. So coming back to what I'm, <laughs> I'm listening to, I'm a lot more into guitar now and that's how I spend like a lot of my time. A lot, it's like a big hobby of mine. Um, and so I feel like I've really kind of transitioned into listening to a lot of like mm, generally like alt indie music with maybe some jazzy undertones because uh, I really can appreciate a lot more of like the instrumentals on it. And that also comes back to me not being a huge lyrics person. Like I've wanted to be playing songs that I can sing, but the lyrics definitely come second to like the actual music itself. Yeah. Uh, so with that in mind, I mean, recently I've listened to a lot of Tom Mish, if you guys know him. Still woozy. Love, love Tom Mish. Yeah, still woozy. Still woozy was a big one. That was still one woozy. of the albums I chose. Pot- potential album. Um, there's a song called "Feeling Lonely" by Boy Pablo. That's been my. I've been learning that on guitar recently, and I've just been like listening to a radio of that song. And that's a big way that I discover music as well, as I know a lot of people do. But like, I'll just be like, "Damn, this song's sick!" And like I said, not a big album guy. A lot of the other songs can suck sometimes in the album, or just be like a different vibe. Not that that's how Boy Pablo's album is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just clearing that up. But, like, going to a radio, I feel like, gives you kind of a lot of, like, related songs to it, you know? And that just mm. kind of is what drives me there. I don't so think... That list. I don't know if okay. Spotify radio gets enough love, because mm-hmm. I love doing that, too. Just picking yeah. a song and seeing what it spits out. 
Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like, I don't know if I want to say I have a high bar for the songs I throw on my likes, but like I either have to like really like it off the bat or it has to be like shoved down my throat enough that I'm like, I think I like this now, you know? And that'll happen with Discover Weekly. Like I'll get, I'll, I'll listen to a song in my Discover Weekly that's not on my likes and I'll like know the lyrics and I'm like, okay, this must be because I've heard this song. So like, they're trying to get me to listen to this, that now they've done it. They've done it successfully. I throw it on my likes and move on with my day. Real quick, does anybody still use Pandora? I know my dad does, but... I think my dad still <laughs> uses it. Yeah. It's Target demographic. So, yeah. you guys saying Spotify radio, I was thinking like, well, I'd be remiss not to take this opportunity to be like, Pandora back in the day put me on to a lot of what I, you know, ended up listening to because we used it a decent amount, what, like, mm-hmm. start of high school? Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah, now it's like... I don't know. I feel like you get clowned. Like Pandora used to be the one and the only. They were the yeah. they were they they, they were they the OGs. Stranglehold. For, they for were streaming ahead yeah. of their time and are now I feel like behind their time maybe. But I'm not up to date with their product uh, offerings. Yeah, now. I need to look into their product more. Yeah, one of the reasons I switched actually from Apple Music to Spotify. I know we talked about my indecisiveness, but mm. also Apple Music. I feel like at the time I was using it, like 2016, 17, had a real lack of music discovery. Like while they may have had radios back then. I feel like it was even more of just like the same thing over and over. And also like a lot of like, uh, popular artists, like ones that have a lot of listens and stuff. That's the stuff it would give you. Whereas I feel like yeah. Spotify is like more willing to throw out, uh, stuff that like is maybe a bit more undiscovered and that like I, I wouldn't find in my typical day to day searches or anything like that. I couldn't agree with you more. That was, yeah the main driver for me switching from apple to spotify was mm. was solely the like discover weekly type of like recommendations because yeah i was yeah, getting I so it. i was getting so fed up with apples i was like this is just shit it's mm-hmm. not that good yeah here's a take though my car bluetooth sucks i have a 2013 subaru impreza hatchback sport premium mm-hmm. I miss not to say that yep. and uh <laughs> it, it's definitely a bit outdated at this point but like at Back when I bought it, it worked like the auto Bluetooth connect worked great. And so I was stoked on that. Bless you. Times two. Mm-hmm. Um, the auto connect on Bluetooth is awesome. And now it's at a point where it won't auto connect. But also when I go to connect via Bluetooth, it might take like two, three, four, five tries of like, I have to click connect in Bluetooth and it'll load and load and load. And then it'll say not found. And I'll have to do that over and over. And I can just plug it in, but I also have a little mount for like directions. So all of that has kind of led me to being in a position where like when I'm driving somewhere that I want to put my phone up on the mount for, and I don't want to go through the hassle of connecting via Bluetooth. And these must be drives shorter than like 10 or 10, 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. I'm throwing on the radio Whoa. and I've just been listening to what's popping there. Whoa. Yeah. Now, when you say you've been listening to what's popping, are you referring to specifically Jack Harlow? What's popping? You know, there's a there's a pretty good uh, alt station around here that's honestly quite a bit of music I listen to. Okay. That I'm also sometimes like, I listen to songs that I had never heard before, and I'm like, wow, this song is sick. How do more people not know about this or anything? Not that I'm a gatekeeper, but then mm. I, I hear it on the radio, and I'm like, oh, this is a popular song. That's, that's how yeah. I found out about it, probably. Similar to the song Just Poppin' by Jack Harlow, um, mm. Brand new whip just hopped in. Sounds like what you should be doing because mm. all I'm hearing is that this Bluetooth is almost destroying your life entirely. It, yeah, that's that's a good point to make. I did look at CarToys.com, another sponsor of the show. All right, that's I don't know. We're I, we're not we're getting into the not safe for work part of the podcast. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but I, I, I have been looking into possibly getting a new deck with, like, AirPlay or whatever. Mm. Oh, and there you go. they're honestly not super expensive. I thought it was going to be quite a bit of money, but they're, like, 150, 200 bones. So I might just drop that to improve my experience. I support yeah. it. You're putting Dylan to Punch sleep. Bro, fucking yawning. Sorry. Sorry. Sun's, sun's going down in Phoenix. Oof. They say that's good for your circadian rhythm. Watch the sun go down. Yeah. Make sure you start right night night out. Late you need to get that sleep schedule back, back in track. These late nights. Well. All right, Jake. We ready for another segue? Yep. Do you have one in mind? Uh... As the sun's winding down here in Phoenix, it's it's helping me recognize that it might be time to move forward into question number three. Okay. The third question. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give it a try. Uh, hey, Ethan, thanks for uh, giving us a chance by coming onto this podcast. Now, why don't we uh, take a, a milky chance, mm. Blossom, the oh. album? Yes. All right, now, which... Your connection? What is my connection? There we go. I was why, like, where are you going with this? Is this the question the number three I have on This is well? question number three. This will launch us into the rest of the episode. Why this album specifically? Great. Yeah, this album specifically, I think, because as I was going through the albums that I do like, there were a few that I like. feel like I can throw on and listen to and like all the songs for the most part. Like even this album, I know we'll talk about the songs in a bit, but personally i don't really think there are any that i like hate like there are some that i don't like as much as others but like if one of them eh, with the exception of a couple if like one of them comes on i won't be upset about that and i probably am not going to change it in the first place i shouldn't say any of them are going to be like that again i'm sure we'll get into the songs themselves um but really i think that like the ease of listening for me and also Coming back to when this first came out, um, like I said, my girlfriend and I, Chelsea, have been dating for a while. We lived together, and we, when we were in college, we drove down to L.A. and saw them play, um, and I just have, like, kind of a fun memory of that, of we stayed in, like, this sketchy Motel 6, just around from where, there was blood on the wall, uh-huh. and we went in, and we were like, is that blood? I think so. Didn't tell anyone about it. Um, and then went in the shower or went in the bathroom, excuse me, turned the shower on, hot water, smoked weed in the bathroom, you know, to prepare for it. Yes. Not safe for work, excuse me. And then... um, Blood coming out of the shower. (laughs) Yeah, blood coming out of the shower is a whole scene. Uh, And then she was never seen again. No. I'm just kidding. This is not a true crime podcast. And she's still alive, and I totally still live with her. Yeah, and she's totally not home right now. Um, (laughs) But... No, then we went to the concert and it was a super good time. She at some point thought she was going to like pass out for unrelated reasons and then like disappeared for a little bit in the bathroom. Mm. But anyways, all turned out well. <laughs> um, but that concert was just super sick. And there was like one specific song, Stay, where when that, during the performance of that song, them going like, Ooh, we were both like, holy shit, that's sick. And like that is just like a little, a little tidbit of memory uh, that's connected to that. But really what it comes down to is just kind of like the reason I chose this, I guess, is just for me, again, the ease of listening. Like, I feel like I can throw it on. It all flows pretty well together, in my opinion. There are some lulls here and there, but like, again, I can kind of throw it on. always brings you back to your sweet stay at the Motel 6. Yeah. You know, I honestly kind of forgot uh, when I was talking to her about this earlier. I was like, (laughs) I mentioned I was doing this album or talking about it. And I was like, was this the album that we saw? 
they like performed. And so I did have to kind of fact check that. And I, I like going and seeing live music, but on the other hand, like I, I definitely feel like I like remember more of the experience of it rather than the music a lot of the time. Hmm. Um, and so I did kind of have to like check myself and be like, wait, is, is, is this what we listened to? <laughs> and the answer was yes. Do I have good memories associated with this? Yeah. Well, the rest of the memories around it were fun. And I think that even comes back to me being, I mean, not necessarily the, not the lyrics thing, but like, I, I really appreciated the music, but I just remember it being like a really good time, you know? And I remember like those little other interesting factoids about like our time there that made it fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. You said yeah. this was in, where was the concert? <laughs> LA? Yeah. It was at some famous place that I can't remember the name of. The Palladium? That sounds right. The Hollywood Bowl? I think Palladium's right. Is there a Motel 6 nearby? There's gotta be. Actually, (laughs) if I'm remembering correctly, I'm sure that there's a Motel 6. Only if you want blood in in and around the room. Let me see if there's a photo of inside. Yep, this is it. (laughs) Oh, first guess. Damn. That's a good omen. Wait, was this it? I think so. We'll go with yes. Just for your ego. We'll say yes. Getting into the second track of the song. <laughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> or of the album. These connections. Uh, well, don't, you, don't, you, don't, you don't have to save my ego because I'm doing good. Oh. Yeah. Look at this oh. guy. Yeah. Uh. Dylan, Dylan, I don't know if I can hear you. I think we're losing you. <laughs> oh, I was going to say no, um, um, I'm just ending up, I think I've ended up question. in a bit of a cocoon. Whoa. Oh. As a result of my Wi-Fi being so shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, real quick. Mm. When I saw you pick this album, I was like, all right, Milky Chance. I know them, but why do I know them? Because I haven't listened to any of their music aside from Stolen Dance. Incredibly <laughs> popular our senior year of high school. Damn. Maybe your freshman year of college. Yeah, that yes. checks out. Again, like that that remix, that flick flack edit of it was, I think, mm-hmm. what like got me introduced to them in the first place. Whatever album of theirs that was, Sad Necessary. Yeah. Um, I feel like that had quite a few songs on it that I did really like. Stolen Dance, Flash Junk Mind was another one, and Down by the River, which as a mother's podcast right now are also <laughs> like three of their top five songs. <laughs> um, I mean, they're they're well liked for a reason, but. Uh, what was your question? Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was just gonna. Well, I guess I was just tying this into my own lesson in terms oh, of sorry. like, like I saw when I saw Milky Chance, I was like, oh, okay, like they made other music, and I just have not. Like, I'm sure people like them outside of Stolen Dance, but I just never mm-hmm. listened to anything outside of that. So then, it's kind of like my. My disclaimer here was that listening, like I know probably the first few songs I had to get over that, like just hearing the, 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 the voice, right. And being like, oh, that's the fucking guy from, <laughs> from Stolen. Like that's what my, my brain just kept on doing was like, oh, it's the same guy from Stolen Dance. Like, yeah, no shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> it is in fact the same guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy how this is doing this work. Yeah, they have quite a few other albums as well that honestly I haven't given... Like, I'm looking at their discography right now, and there are recent albums I don't think I've given much of a listen to. Like, I know a few of their... It looks like the most popular songs on here, but um, they have... They even released an acoustic version of that album with those songs, um, Stolen Dance, Flashtrack Mind, Down by the River on it, just in 2022, it looks like. But yeah, they're... I think they have 
looks like quite a bit of music that I don't even know. Yeah, because I'm not a super fan. Apple Music, like, labeled them as, or at least, like, in the, the little blurb that they had for this album, they mentioned Dance Pop, which, like, first song, right off the bat, like, Blossom, right as it starts, it sounds, like, very, like, dance poppy, but then... I don't know that it like really continues like continues out that sound that like you hear in the first twenty seconds or so, but like what what would you say if you had to like label them like a like a specific genre? What what would you classify Milky Chance as? I just know they're German and yeah. Apple Music says dance pop. Yeah, um, yeah, good question. I don't know. Dance pop is kind of interesting. I did like in part of my notes of this. I feel like a lot of their songs kind of go back and forth between like a slow pace and kind of a quicker, like I feel like a lot of it's relatively formulaic in terms of like slow, fast, slow, fast. And like a lot of the time there's like some sort of underlying beat going on. So I could see like the dance aspect of that. Um, And like when I saw them live, I feel like that was like, it's pretty easy to just like keep a a dance beat going throughout it, you know? But I also do feel like there are some aspects of it that are like, I don't know if folk, folky is like the right word. But, like, something about, like, the finger-picking on the guitar and, like, just kind of, like, slowing things down a bit. I, I, don't, I mean, I don't even know how to really classify it. Like, calling it indie, I feel like, is so broad. And, I mean, they're popular, so probably not fitting also. Um, but, like, I think it's something about, like, the, the tone of their songs of, like, slowing down while still having some sort of, like, underlying rhythm go into it that... Mm-hmm. I haven't really given you an answer here as to what I think the genre is. Like some sort of dancey, folk, poppy. Eh, yeah. I guess I just German. added one thing into that. German, <laughs> sure. It's just all German, bro. Very, <laughs> very broken English. Deutsch. Yeah. Yeah. Funny little anecdote is I had heard them uh, when I was first listening to them back in the day. I had heard them on like some interview or some live show or something and they introduce themselves as milky chance because they have an accent obviously and i didn't even do that math together and i told my mom like when i was talking about whatever artist i was listening to i was like um listen to milky chance she's like (laughs) she's like what the fuck did you just say and kind of gave me a hard time she's like yeah they they have an accent and i was like oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah." when did my son get so pretentious (laughs) (laughs) no i just didn't do the math on, uh, I'm American, you know. Okay. I'm American. Yeah. I thought you were American. Wait, real quick. Give me the list of, of places that you've lived. Because you mentioned Bend, you mentioned Utah, mm. you mentioned Alaska. Mm. Obviously, Cal so I, was, Poly. I was born in the Bay Area, in Nevada. Uh, lived there until I was about six. Moved to Park City, Utah. Then moved to Anchorage, Alaska. And then, oh, I guess four years in Utah, five years in Alaska. Then Bend, Oregon, for a couple of years, then went to Cal Poly for four years, met old Jakey boy. And then I moved to Seattle and lived there for a few years until like right at the start of COVID, like March, 2020, my girlfriend and I moved here to Portland, Oregon. Nice. Yeah. Kind of just a West coaster. West coast. I feel like Jake always asks this question and I'm going to steal his thunder and I'm going to flip the script on him. Jake, I'm really, really curious to hear what you thought of the album. <laughs> Yeah, Dylan. There's when 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 Jake does that to me, it always like puts. I get like this hot sweat, like <laughs> just like whoa. So I get spotlights on me. I always do it if it's an album that I know and he doesn't. 
<laughs> yeah, Jake, I'm really curious to, to hear what you have to say about this album. Um, uh, I know you're um, a big Milky Chance fan. I know uh, you loved listening to Milky Chance our senior year of high school. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I thought that the, um, the album was good. And uh, the songs made me feel things. Oh, yeah, insightful! Nice. I I like this album. It was it was nice to. I like it a lot. <laughs> I like it. I I like Dylan. I only know Milky Chance from their just like biggest songs. Um, so actually hearing other stuff they've put out. I didn't even, I also didn't realize that those, you know, those three songs that really blew them up were were from their first album. So they've put out like tons of shit since then. Um but a lot of talk of heartbreak and just general downer life events and just trying to move forward from those, which makes sense why the album's called Blossom because, like, like the first song, you know, it's trying to blossom, open up, you know, a new beginning, maybe. Um, and with with what you said, Ethan, I do think the songs would be a bit repetitive. Um, overall, they they did definitely follow like a almost a formula mm-hmm. to all of them, just like yeah, like the build and fall and over and over. And it was really funny. I I think I realized it. Once I got to Clouds, which is one, two, three, four, the fifth song mm. on it, that they're really into ending their songs by just, like, repeating a line, like, over and over and over and over and over. Yeah. Um, which is... Yeah, I wrote down, always kind of start off slow, pick up, get slow, pick up, get slow, really pick up, then kind of just outro over and over. <laughs> yeah. That was the formula that I boiled down. That, I think you nailed it on the head. So, they were just sitting in Germany, like, how do we make a hit song? And they're like, this is, this is it. You need this to follow the ending necessary. <laughs> Try this out. Um, but overall, yeah, I thought it was a really fun album. And yeah, to, to repeat, Dylan, once I heard that first song come on, I was just like, all right, like, this definitely sounds like them from the little bit of them that I know, but it's a super, super upbeat, super fun. Um, I could easily see them being a fun sh- uh, group to see live just because mm-hmm. of the fun, um, dancey atmosphere that they could definitely do. And, and there's usually like a, like a riff, like some, something in the middle of the songs where it just kind of like, you know, 30 seconds of no lyrics just to kind of like jam, jam out. Like I know, uh, I don't know that on para. Pisha, or however you say that, <laughs> I think I just jotted down fucking harmonica solo. Well, Dylan, can you that? can you read me verbatim what you wrote down? Fucking harmonica. Solo. And did you use a G in fucking, or was it fucking? <laughs> yes. Okay, so that's where we G. differ because I, on the other hand, wrote and keep in mind this isn't this is in all caps fucking harmonica solo. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, and I wrote down for mm-hmm. that song as well. Love the harmonica. Same in some other songs like Cold Blue Rain. Yeah, I, un- I, will, I under that I wrote. I wrote very inspected. I love it. So unexpected. I, I love it. <laughs> Not expected. harmonica slash kazoo. Because I was like, well, what if it's a kazoo? <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. I think the only reason I know that is I've recently or a bit ago I Gotten learned the Bob song Dylan. Cold Blue. Uh, I learned the song Cold Blue Rain on guitar, and as I was looking up, somebody's like tutorial with tabs or whatever they were like i tabbed i tabbed out the harmonica 
uh, part for you and guitar. And so I was like, oh, shit, that's what it is. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, shall we get into some of our favorites, some of our not favorites on the track, on the sure. album? Yeah. Uh, Dylan, I'd love to hear what <laughs> you have to say are some of your favorites. I... The two that I put stars next to, and I feel like a basic bit. If you say because... cocoon, I'm gonna stab you in the neck. Yeah, <laughs> cocoon is one of them, and blossom. Just because I remember I was like starting it off. I remember it had probably the like grooviest dance vibe to it, mm-hmm. um, and and like we mentioned earlier about the lyrics and like. I was I was kind of like nervously listening and like trying to read through some of them and being like, "Ah oh, shit!" Like Jake's gonna run circles around me on this episode as usual, where he's gonna like do some deep dive and be like, "You know, when uh, I was listening to Cold Blue Rain, I just couldn't help but notice how he's you know God, I, for her love." And I just da, da, da. I look forward to these episodes so I can just just bury Dylan in the fucking dirt. <laughs> but but those those two and I think uh, so Blossom and Cocoon and and. The thing with those two, like, when I feel like Milky Chance is at its best, uh, a la Stolen Dance, they're just, like, easy to listen to, grooving. There's not, like, the lyrics aren't all that complex. Um, but, yeah, just, like, free and easy. Like, free and easy listening music. Like you said, you are just jamming out, listening to something while you're grinding that square one game. Mm. .net. Grinding away at these levels. <laughs> but one of the other things, um, I know uh, I jotted this down. Blossom finds Milky Chance expanding their sound using fewer samples while staying true to their organic chemistry. That's according to you know Apple Music's little blurb on the album. <laughs> and but they had mentioned that like Blossom, Ego, and Cocoon are like the most like true to their sound. Hmm. So, interestingly enough, two of those were like the ones that I enjoyed the most. So you're a pure fan, so, a, so pure, a pure, a pure blooded. Before they sold out, <laughs> before they sold out and tried to be different. Before they tried to Jake, not be German. Jake, why were you saying like if you say fucking Cocoon? So bad. Oh, oh! I, I just Am I bad? Co- no, Am just I co- bad? <laughs> you. Okay, first of all, yes, you are. Uh, Cocoon is just one of their most popular songs. That's the only reason I said that. And in terms of this album, it's like the most popular song from this album. Yeah. Naturally, people will probably like it best. Who would think? Yeah, if you're yeah. if you're basic, I my favorite song is. Let's see, which one had the least Cocoon. amount? Of, which one had the least amount of plays? Uh, Heartless, <laughs> which only has 5.8 million streams, and it's by far the least on the album, so I'm different like that. Well, it's the end of the album. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, um, some of my... Note no for that one. More harmonica. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Grooving. Always more yeah. harmonica. It's um, also so long. It's a lot of nothing in that song. Not mm, to get into that, in my opinion. Um, I'm Sorry, Jake. A lot of nothing. You like a lot of nothing? No, my some of my favorites uh, were "Stay," uh, "Bad Things," "Parapetia," however we want to say it. And I did like "Heartless" a lot. Um, I like the jammy aspect of it, and how it's just you know the lyrics. <laughs> all I wrote down was lyrics don't mean much to me, 
But mm-hmm. goddamn, what a fun jam song to end things. Because I, I was trying to... There's really only... They, they only say like two things in the song. It's mm-hmm. it's one lyric. They say it a shit ton. And then, it, and then, yeah, something like that. And I was like, I, I, I don't know what to take from this. But it's yeah. it's a fun song. I feel like I gave that some unnecessary hate, so to backtrack to that. Well, I feel like when I was saying like I feel like they're sa- they're doing a whole lot of nothing. I did mean in the lyrics because like I also wrote down it was super instrumental and kind of good like background one. And I said it feels like I'm at Cirque du Soleil. Something about it made me feel like that was going on. Like the guitar riffs in it, I think were pretty cool, but it did feel like a lot of like it felt like an outro to the album, which is I mean what it is. <laughs> Oddly enough, uh, yeah. Um, I'm, 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 Ethan, what are what are some of your favorites? Um, good question. I I like Firebird quite a bit. I think that one's kind of a bop and good guitar I was solo. Able to, yeah. a good guitar solo and I was able to take something out of the lyrics from that kind of. Um Who's like a Firebird like, in your life? What? Who is like a Firebird in your life? Who would good you sing question. that song to? You like a Firebird. Uh, you know, while they were singing it about somebody else, like really the takeaway that I had from it was just like kind of just like generally looking up to some other figure. And I didn't actually really think of it as like a concrete person, which I, I don't know, maybe I'm interpreting this weirdly, but like, I didn't think of it as like, and I know they are talking about a specific person. So this is just what I thought, but I, I I just kind of thought they were more talking about like the idea of like somebody who can kind of just like, do what's uncomfortable and like kind of take risks and having like somebody who is in your life. So I guess it is talking about a person who can kind of like push you to do those things, or at least that you can see examples of that, of like examples of that, that person is exemplifying that. Um, example, <laughs> struggle to say that. Um, then I thought that that, that's kind of like a push for you to not really like settle for mediocrity and just like be willing to take those risks. And so um, I don't know. I don't really have like a good answer to your question because I didn't really see, I didn't really like think of a specific person when this happened. And I more thought of like the idea of like being able to be like, wow, you could be like f- flying high, like a firebird, you know, and like flying whatever close to the sun or whatever the lyric is. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I like it. Could be Jake. Yeah. It could be Chelsea. It could be. Could be Colin. It could be. Could be Dudley. All those influential people in your life. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They, they push think... you to not be mediocre. They're like, we want Square One to be the best game ever. <laughs> Don't fuck this up. Yeah. Good point. Good point. No, I think that actually is kind of an interesting way to look at it. Also, is like furthering the not necessarily talking about like one specific person. I think it could be just more like a culmination of ideas of like not wanting to. Or I think it's it's really about to me like changing as a person. And I think that's what, uh, just getting the theme of the album a little bit, that was like, a lot of it was like lovey and relationshipy stuff, but I also think like a lot of the underlying theme with a lot of it was like, kind of just like changing things. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, I, I already said taking risks, but like being Real. willing to like break out of your comfort zone and like do things that like will force you to change and kind of like become the person that like you truly are rather than just kind of like surrounding yourself in some sort of environment, whatever that may be, where you're just like kind of constantly doing the same stuff, mm-hmm. you know? Um, and I think that song did kind of exemplify that for me. Uh, a few other songs. I really like Cold Blue Rain. It's a classic one, a little bit less of a bop. And I really struggled to interpret that one. 
And I, like I but, jotted down some Bono U two type vibes. Sure. So you had maybe mentioned back U2. to my mom's yeah. influence of U two, man. Maybe. Yeah. I didn't like there were just moments on here where either yeah, I said U two, I heard a little U two. Mm-hmm. Who else? Oh any Nathan for you fans? Oh yeah. Uh Orphan Skies. <laughs> I on the song Ego, like because granted it was like right as I started listening to it, so second song on the album. Uh, if you remember the episode where they do the what shell commercial or the Nathan for you, like he creates a band for to like make a hit song using a fire mm-hmm. alarm, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, uh, the lead singer of what the band ended up being called Orphan Skies, uh, kind of sounds like eerily similar. I could be totally off. Hopefully someone listens back to this and is like actually fact checks, checks me on this one. But I was like, sure. damn, this kind of has some orphan skies type vibes, but real <laughs> fans of Nathan for you. You'll know what's up. <laughs> yeah. It didn't cross my mind, honestly. Not that cool. that's a, an incorrect interpretation, but I'll listen to it after the show and let you know. Yeah. yeah. That, that's what I thought. This album could use some more fire alarm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and to round out one of the last songs that I gave a thumbs up on was, Parapatia. I looked up how to pronounce this. This is what somebody said. Some YouTube video pronounced it, and then somebody in the comments said WRONG in all caps. This is how it's pronounced. And they spelled it out, so I copied that and put it in here. Uh, Parapatia. Parapatia. Yeah. But also, when I was just talking about the theme in the album that I got, the definition of that word, since I didn't know it, is a sudden change of events or reversal of circumstances. And so, I mean, a lot of it was, a lot of the album was like really relationshipy. Um, what I was gathering and like, maybe we're going to break up, maybe we're not, was kind of the vibe that I was getting in there. And so I think that that was more reflective on that specifically, but I kind of took it more as like a whole of just like general events. Mm-hmm. I like, I think, yeah, what I liked about that song too is, and why it stuck out to me was just, yeah, the message, overall message mm-hmm. and trying to move on from... Mm-hmm. You know, it's it seems like it's talking specifically about like a relationship in mind, or maybe just general, just kind of being stuck in the past as a result yeah. of these heartbreaks or traumatic sure. life events, and just wanting to move on from it. And yeah. what 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 better way to move on from something than a goddamn harmonica solo? So very true. Yeah, love the harmonica, as I said. Um, talking about the album a little bit, I don't know if I'm again getting ahead of myself to so stop me, but one note that I made throughout quite a few of the songs is I was like, our narrator, our protagonist here, seems like kind of a dick, kind of selfish <laughs> at times. And like, there were quite a few songs that I wrote down, like, they're like Stay, you mentioned you like Stay. And what I gathered from that a lot, the, the interpretation I took up was like, you like fuck up in a relationship and it, like this person wants to leave and you're like really selfishly wanting them to stay. Like, don't go because I want you here. Yeah. And like that, that general vibe was like, I'd have to look through my notes for the rest of the songs to find the other examples. But like, I kind of gathered that on like quite a few. Oh, Cocoon, another one, like the lyric, I made it really hard, hard for you to love me, but there's so many things we could do. All we need is escaping. And it's like, oh yeah, I just kind of continue to fuck up. But just like, trust me now. And like, let's come on, let's like, let's figure this out. And, like, I, I think you can take it in a few ways of being, like, you do need to work through things in a relationship, obviously. Not yeah. everything's going to be perfect. But, like, um, I was getting a lot of vibes of, like, well, you should stay in this for me. 
you know, and yeah, that was like kind of part of the theme. I I think the weird thing for stay for me too is yeah, it just seems like a plea for please don't leave, please don't leave me, <laughs> but yeah. also like but it was, stay, you sound yay, just like him, yay, 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 you. Stay, but also it feels yeah, like he's asking like talking to himself in the third person like don't cheat on this person or like don't be unfaithful mm-hmm. and stuff like that so yeah I, I could kind of agree with the the asshole protagonist of mm-hmm. the selfish do things for me because i want it mm-hmm. that way yeah yeah I want it's a Backstreet Boys callback, I think. Yeah, actually, that's what I was going for. So I'm glad. Yeah, I'm glad someone picked. They were up heavily on. inspired by Backstreet Boys. Yeah, like, this made it out to Germany. We heard this. <laughs> what if they used Chat GPT to write all these songs? They yeah, they were ahead of the game. 2017, they had access to OpenAI's models. I think they actually made Chat GPT. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that. So. Someone, someone, fact check me. That's why they're no longer making music. <laughs> yeah. They're getting Bing to write it now. Yeah. <laughs> well, any duds for you on the album? Either of you? Um, doing good. Doing good? I, I thought it was a bop. Yeah. But boy, was it boring. Like, <laughs> it, the song itself, like, the, the music was good, but the lyrics were just like, it just bored me to death. Same with uh, Alive. Alive. I thought doing good was interesting. Uh, it was a clever, you know, uh, what am I going for? Just, uh, I thought it was a clever song just in the sense of like the title is doing good. You would assume this guy's doing good, but really all it's about is him lying to himself, mm. trying to just avoid these thoughts of around just falling for this person and convincing himself that he's okay, mm-hmm. which... I thought it was pretty cool. Um, yeah, and alive. I, mean, I guess I liked okay. I liked alive. Um, and the main thing I really liked the the, the little has nice little funky groove going on during the chorus that I really mm-hmm. enjoyed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With with doing good, I kind of interpreted it a different way, which is probably wrong because I'm pretty bad at this. But. <laughs> I was kind of gathering back to the whole selfish narrator. I was kind of thinking about how it was like our narrator wants to kind of inject themselves into someone else's life who like doesn't need them there necessarily. Mm. Like I'd have to look up the exact lyrics, but um, I mean, even them just saying like, I'm paraphrasing now. Let me, let me nail this down where they say, I can't refuse you walking along the lonely way. Wish I could hear you every time. But all you say is you're doing good. And, like, that's the whole lyric over and over. It kind of just made me think, like, whoever they're trying to do this to, assuming it's, like, probably a partner um, or former lover, maybe, is just, like, kind of doing okay without them. But they're like, no, I, mm. I need you. I need to be there for you. You need me. You're nothing without me. Bitch. Yeah. Yeah, this whole album is actually just one big gaslight, you know? Just <laughs> He clearly had someone in mind, and they're going to come crawling back as a result of it. Yeah, there was a chick on the album though. One feature. Oh, yeah, Izzy Bizu. Yeah, bad thing. I loved her voice on that song. That was one of the ones that I said was definitely one of my favorites, and I thought her more like refreshing. Yeah, her her nice like higher range paired really well with his lower. I don't know what it would be baritone. Lower extremities, lower tenor. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Yeah, her line in there, I don't mind wasting time, let's stop and smell the roses. That was like kind of a banger line for me. Yeah. And the song ending on that line too, especially after kind of all the other stuff they've talked about. It did, this song did kind of, or the album did kind of feel like somewhat of a journey of just like going through like a lot of relationship problems and like up and downy stuff. But mm-hmm. um, bad things with that felt like a nice like interlude in the story a little bit of just like, let's just like chill for a sec and just like yeah. take it in. It's definitely a, a more like upbeat because mm-hmm. what I what I took from it was just the excitement that comes with starting some new relationship with somebody and all the possibilities of where it could go, but at the same time not really knowing if you sure. should if you should continue pursuing it. And I think it's a nice yeah. little back and forth of uh, him being hesitant and not knowing if he should, and she's basically saying, like you said, like that closing line of hers is just. Essentially saying, let's why not? Let's try it out. I'm I'm willing yeah. to if you are. Mm-hmm. Like I don't mind wasting time, for example. Mm-hmm. Let's just stop and smell the roses. Yeah. Where are you gonna get that tatted? <laughs> Forehead only. Forehead. Okay. Yeah. Gotta break, break into the world of face tats. Yeah. Soon I'll be as tatted as Jake. He wore a tank top for a reason, eh? Yeah, I lied about having just come from the gym. <laughs> Ooh, I, I can't remember the last time he wasn't wearing a tank while recording. I bet it's what, like fifty-five in San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was kind of a nice little chilly, but yeah, right now, according to the Google Weather app, it is forty-three. Oh, so oh, it tonight it's forty-three. Excuse me. Damn, the Weather Channel really fucking me here. Uh, so we did add two new segments. And for these episodes. Oh God. Ethan I, is not looking forward to it, he said. Yeah, that's fine. Again, I as say, I mentioned, the precursor, not a big lyrics guy. So as I was going through the lyrics of these songs, I was like, damn. <laughs> I don't know what these are saying. What were you, you going to say, Dylan? Yeah. I was going to say, I recognize that last episode I did not ask this question that I almost always ask. I realize that, too. What is the, what would you say is like the ideal setting to like listen, like to this album what would you be doing where would you be hmm hmm good question i know you're a big going for long drives kind of guy all the time that's when you <laughs> listen to your podcast um you know i feel like there would be something cool about being outside when it's raining but it's not cold and it partway through, maybe as we get to bad things, the sky clears up and it's sunny. It's like a nice, a nice spring rain. Yeah, a nice spring rain. You got roses around you. That's when they're starting to bloom, Whoa. blossom. Even uh, no, that's too stereotypical. But I do, I do <laughs> say, I stand by what I said. Of like, it'd be nice. I think even just like when it's raining outside, I feel like maybe it's just because like cold blue rain is like one of my favorites of this album. But like. And, and I think just the overall like floral um, themes of the album of just like in the names of the songs themselves, mm-hmm. I think that paired with clouds and everything just makes me think that like I just associate this with like rainy weather. I also live in the Pacific Northwest, so I've probably listened yeah. to this a lot in the rain, and maybe that's also why I associate that together. <laughs> here's here's where my mind's going, and I think it's sure. biased based on two guys that went to Cal Poly. And then we were also just talking about that line about uh, we'd get it tatted on our forehead. What was it, Ethan? The roses. 
Yeah, smelling the oh. roses. So I yeah. kind of got in this like little lovey-dovey mindset for a split second. So I'm like, what's what's the on the 101 when you go on like that bridge? Mm-hmm. Uh, that very big scenic. Sir? Big Sur. Where sir? is that? Big Sur. Yeah. yeah. I'm imagining like driving down the coast, sun's coming down, Big mm-hmm. Sur, and I'm with my future girlfriend, whoever yeah. she may be. You're shorty, but, if you will. But being <laughs> Got a shoddy on my side. <laughs> but I'm imagining... <laughs> Like being able to to have this on and almost like, you know, when you've been dating, you know, like when you're comfortable with someone enough that like you're just you're just ripping ass in front of each other just (laughs) all the time. No, but like locking the windows up really. okay. you know how like when you're comfortable and you just don't mind silence in the car and you kind of just like appreciate it and appreciate what's going on around you. Sign sign of a good relationship in general, romantic or platonic. Yeah, as opposed to like forcing conversation because like that, that that's pretty beautiful out there, huh? <laughs> uh, almost as beautiful as I you. Huh? <laughs> How about this weather? <laughs> I'm actually from the Pacific Northwest, so I uh, <laughs> used to rain, believe it or not. <laughs> but yeah, that would be my setting. Very very descriptive. I'm. I was thinking of being at a park. Sunny day, hanging with homies. Maybe you got some beers in the cooler. Maybe you're gonna bust out some, uh, maybe some volleyball. Maybe some, uh, maybe some. Uh, what's the kickball game where you drink? Kickball oh, like over the line. No, no, where you drink. <laughs> we played it. Slosh ball. Slosh ball. Maybe play some slosh ball. This would be just like good background, mm-hmm. chilling out. Yeah, fun, happy day. Yeah, I think I can retweet that as well a little bit, just because like I think the setting I described a bit is like after having listened to the lyrics a lot mm. and analyzed them, that's like what puts me in that vibe. <laughs> but <laughs> which I stand by what I said, but I do think just like if you're listening to the album like I have every single time before two days ago, uh, I've just been like, ooh, got some bops going on here. Yeah, dance pop folk. Yeah, German dance pop folk. Not bad. Good, Not good bad. settings. Wish I could right, be you're... in those settings. So, but now set the scene for the most immense dun 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 of Ethan. <laughs> I had to close my blinds so my neighbors wouldn't see me crash and burn here. <laughs> I'm uh, actually, I'm gonna turn my lights on in my room really quick. Give me a sec. No, don't do that. We just put the Notion sponsor in here. Wow, pretty, pretty backdrop behind you, Jake. Step, step out of the frame again, further. Further. Looks Ooh, really nice. That looks really nice. I can just stay here the rest of the time if you don't want to look at me. Uh, you weren't adding too much. Well, also, look how... See the pictures next to it? I took those, so... Yeah. Beautiful. Can I come back? If only there was a place I could buy those. If only you could go to the someone's Instagram. I don't know. Jake's underscore prints and uh, get some prints. P-R-I-N-C-E? Uh, yes. <laughs> Great. Jake's Prince. Um, I'm keeping you up to date on everything and anything about the royal family. Doesn't have to be just the British one. Um, we go all over. So Zimbabwe. give us give us a follow. Tanzania. Yeah. yeah. I think there's a Swedish royal family as well. I know there's a Swedish royal family. What am I talking about? I'm, I was trying to be modest Video. there for a second. Yeah. Um so we are in um, the the new 
highly anticipated segment of this sh- of the show. How well do you know your album? Mm-hmm. Parentheses, real fan or a fake fan. Oh. <laughs> um, this is the most stressful part of this for me, preparing for this. I was, I was terrified. <laughs> After listening to the Glass Animals episode, I was like, damn, she nailed it. I'm fucked. <laughs> Yeah, when, I think when we should texting. get like a timer, like 15, 15 seconds. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. We, that way we know. standardize it. I just need and that to, way I get to set the bar for, you know, I was working with time constraints. No way I could have gotten them. Yeah. 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 Okay, so let me pull up the first lyric. I need to, I need okay. to refresh myself because uh, Ethan. Oh, you have to like, yeah. Because, you know, I don't have it quite memorized. I'm not that good. But uh, Ethan, as a refresher to you and for anyone listening at home, uh, Ethan is going to be presented with five sets of lyrics from five songs on the album. I don't want to give it away entirely, so I'm going to sing it with a little bit of inflection with my voice, but not a whole lot of inflection in my voice. I might even throw in some raspiness to try to mimic the Mr. Clemens, I believe his name is. Um mm-hmm. So, without further ado, let me give my. I'm gonna give myself a little refresher. I'm glad that you're gonna sing it a little bit because just raw speaking it last time, I was like, I know glass animals, but I don't know that. I know. So I guess I don't know glass animals. All right, first song. First song. And then you're stuck in my head, like a radiant rose. Make me dreaming away. Feels like getting too close. Or maybe... Uh, uh, close! I don't know if that helps. <laughs> You're doing me dirty here. Take a guess. Mm. Dylan, Dylan, you'll be manning the clock. Yeah. yeah I'm going to say... Nice. Like a head in the car. Five more seconds. Maybe I'll be the moon. No way we It's not the end of all days, but it's weathering time. I just want to take care of you. What's the name of that song? Though? <laughs> Do you have the alive? No, incorrect. All right. <laughs> Do you have the list? Do you have the list of the songs in front of you? Uh-huh. Okay, cool. Is that okay? No, that's. The, I encourage it. Cause... No, on Spotify. <laughs> all right. What was it? That was clouds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The fifth so song. That was my that was my uh, next guess for sure. Yes, yes, yes. Double dip. Yes. Well, you know, you it's okay. The lyrics, though. That was I, that was impressive. I don't remember Sabrina like just singing the song out loud. Yeah, if I can sing the song, I feel like give me you know point two five credit. <laughs> You're allowed to. I'll allow it. Oh, gathering clouds. That was the lyric as well. Yeah, I'm not gonna put in the I name sing. of the song. Yeah, you didn't, but I got to that. I was like, surely at some point it's gonna hit the <laughs> name of the song and I'll be saved. <laughs> And Jake's listening. I, I was really nervous that when you'd listen to these songs that it would be loud enough for us to hear, which would then, like, yeah, fuck it. I can't hear it. All right. He's getting his cadence. All right. Me. You stick around. You got a bad, but no one's out there you can listen to. It seems to be so hard to find the colorful state of mind. Uh can you go once more for me? Uh, say it again. Can you can do you, that again for me? You think about you got bad, but it's not you can listen to. It even means I'm not 
just just to, so we're clear for everyone at home, that was not me playing the song itself. I was actually <laughs> doing my own. Oh, that wasn't the song. Oh, <laughs> You want to, do you want I'll, I'll give you a little hint sure uh, the next lyric after is until you're trying to catch it all blame it on your own philosophy so eventually your inner demons oh, yeah. come back and out into the sun yeah. into the sun hmm hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. five mm, yeah yep hmm let's go with uh uh, let's go with uh, losing you. All right, no, Ethan, <laughs> incorrect. It was per. Not, I wanted to give a hint. Uh, oh. Yeah, my hint. Yeah, was gonna be, my hint was going to be you know how to pronounce this song better than any of us. Uh, <laughs> that would have been too free. Parapedia. Parapedia. I'm looking for O for five here. Well, you're on page five out of five. Two. Excuse me. <laughs> I will give you a ton of credit though, because you're anyone that doesn't see what I'm seeing. Uh, it's like you can it, the 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 light is going on in your head as soon as Jake starts. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I can start to sing the song a little All bit, right. but I'm like, man, what song is this? All from? right, and they're coming. I'll, I'll I'll be more clear actually, so you can hear me. After coming hour after hour. Ignoring all your demons, you'll collapse on the cover of your darkness. There's something between us. Hmm. Once more, will you do it again? <laughs> Can I ask that every time? Of course. After overcoming, after hour, after hour, ignoring all your demons, you'll collapse on the cover of your darkness, strangling with feelings. Hmm. This is me doing random selection every time, basically. Okay. Because there is someone who wants you, wants you to stay. He's got one. He's on the board. Uh, That was too free. No, you got it. Yeah, but once you went into the chorus. He's on the board, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Thank you for the pity point. Nope. That's not how we do things around here. All right. Maybe this next one. I feel like this next one is Jake. Listeners, we've made it clear. The lyrics on this album are irrelevant. You didn't feel anything at all. After all, makes me feeling small. Blank stare. Once once more. You didn't feel anything at all. After all, makes me feeling small. Hmm. I felt my love for you this time. Other side. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say the next part because that's 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 the title in the next line. Uh, I'll give you a hint. If you can get this one, it's going to keep your chances of going over fifty percent. It won't kill them. It won't kill them. Wait, what? If you get this right, 
your chances of getting over half of them right are going to stay not dead. <laughs> oh. A lie. Whoa! You yeah. did it, ladies and gentlemen! All right. Two for four. No chance I would have gotten that. Milky chance you would have gotten that. Milky chance I would have gotten that. <laughs> the milk says it's opaque. <laughs> the milk says what the milk says goes. Okay. When I'm seeing my miss of roses, the world is turning slower, turning slower. Well, it's turning slower, turning slower. So meet me by the CCSL. He's got yeah, it. But what song is that? But what song is that? Is the question. <laughs> they say it, they so say it over and over and over again. Let me let me think for a sec. He's got it. It's it's there. I'm not not convinced on that. Doing good. Or that was what I got. Or somewhere where he's at Half Moon Bay. Oh, I even uh, I think I wrote that in my notes. But not to cheat on that. Uh, you got, I got nothing here. I think you almost just said it. I didn't almost say anything. Oh, okay. You said E. You said E. Ego, I guess. Yeah! Oh, my God. Sound the alarm. (laughs) Unleash the balloons. (laughs) Let the parade out. That was painful. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Ethan, for someone who isn't a lyrics guy, you got over half of these correct. Wow. Wow. Seems to me like you're a true fan who knows his album. Thanks, guys. Yeah, this is insane. Crazy. I will say this this new segment could be the, the death of Jake having to, like, sing or or monotone. Mono, <laughs> yeah, find the most, like, monotone way of singing these songs. It's going to yeah. kill any hopes of, like, uh, I don't know, being in... Jake, as an actor, would there ever be, like, roles where you'd need to sing and you'd be like, yeah, I could sing? And yeah, if I, do, like, if I do uh, theater episode. stuff. Yeah, I think if I was trying to be in a musical, I would say, go back and listen to episode 56 of my podcast, because you'll see my vocal range pretty well. Yeah, I would not have gotten those lyrics to the chorus on that. You should lay down the guitar riff, Jake. You should bust out your guitar. Mm -hmm. And Jake, are you sending over the list? I am. Coveted list. But you can ask your question first, Don. Yeah, so my question... This was a newbie last week, two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you were to go on Spotify or Apple Music and you were to look at Milky Chances like top songs, right? Mm-hmm. Which, of course, one would be Stolen Dance. And I believe Cocoon was in there. But then, mm-hmm. uh, like when I looked, it was Cocoon. And then two other songs from uh, non... What's, what's the album? Blossom. Sad... Oh, sadness, sorry. Yes. Uh, would you say that, we'll say primarily like Stolen Dance, Cocoon. Um, I would have to look at my phone to refer to these. I didn't even have Cocoon on my top five. Well, so that's the thing is the last time I think Sabrina got a little cut up with like it being, you know, like, oh, would these be your top five or well, top four? Dylan, you're on Apple Music, correct? Yeah, no, I was more saying 
the the top five for me does not have cocoon in it. Oh. So the top but, five yeah, on sorry, Spotify would be Stolen Dance, Flash Junk Mind, Synchronized, Down by the River, and Colorado. Mm-hmm. Do those songs? Do you think that they, if someone were to want to listen, start listening to? Milky Chance, would you say like, yeah, these are a pretty good representation of like what you'd be getting yourself into, or would you be like, na 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 na, you gotta yeah. listen to ego, you gotta listen to. <laughs> sure, I mean, I think it's a good question because like e- even Blossom <clears throat> is their second album, and they have like uh, many more now, like three or four more albums that I haven't been super caught up on, um, and so like representative of them. Like with Synchronize and Colorado be, both being on there, I know both those songs, and I guess like I do feel like those are kind of representative of what I know of them now. But I haven't listened to those albums, so like I'd imagine those probably reflect the new albums themselves. I am kind of surprised to not see Cocoon on there. I think that's a pretty like I am too one of their and and I think Cocoon has a bunch more plays than Synchronize and Colorado. I think it has more be newer. It has more plays than so. Flash Junk Mind. Interesting. So. Um, <laughs> I also I don't think know if that's allowed. <laughs> fairy tale on sad necessary. I guess I listened to a bunch of remixes of that, but I I heavily associate that with them and like their sound. And so I guess it's not a super popular song, but like that also comes back to like their kind of original sound of that original album. So um, to give you an answer, I guess I'd say yes. That does seem pretty representative because it seems like it's like. Their, their classic stuff and, like, the sound that I feel like they were kind of known for in that first album with a little sprinkling of their new stuff that's probably pretty represent, representative of that. Again, disclaimer, not that I've listened to those new albums. <laughs> but I will say that, like, Colorado and Synchronize, I do think are maybe somewhat similar vibes to Blossom a little bit. Those Like, Blossom, the album. Um, those two songs in particular that, like, kind of match their, their tone. Tight. Did that give you a good answer? Yeah. I think so. All right. That checks that box. And Great. now we move in to the true closing of this episode. Mm-hmm. Ethan, I sent over a list of ratings for you to use. And just so you can hear them being spoken, and for those at home who don't have this list in front of them. Um, Pump, slap, bangs. Goes hard, groovy, tight, the shit, lit, vibes, euphoric, smooth, rocks, classic, slick. Lovely, dreamy, ethereal. Jake? Keep that beat up. Damn. I mean, just, just, just took the words right out of my mouth. Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> um, so, Ethan, you are going to string together any combination of these words or any other words you can think of, and you're going to come up with a rating for this album. Mm. So, a rating via adjectives. Adjective-based rating. Mm-hmm. I see Dudley. We got a dog. We got all all the animals in here now. We got some cats as well. Um, good question. I do think that this album definitely checks those last two boxes of dreamy and ethereal. I feel like that was a lot of the sounds I was getting throughout it. Dreamy, ethereal vibes, perhaps, with a little sprinkle of euphoria in there. I also think, as I did a little bit of analysis on the on the lyrics i.e. listen to them uh, for maybe the first time, I think I found it pretty uh, introspective. Like, I, uh, that's an adjective, right? Yeah. Uh, that's, yeah, that's just like... Adjective. I know these words. <laughs> just kind of a bit of, like, talking about 
like really reflecting on their own decisions and like what they're kind of doing without that sounding super broad, like what's going on, just like really reflecting on like how they are uh, uh, affecting those around them a bit. So I think introspection was like a big thing that I thought of with this. But in terms of the, the vibes, as I said, ethereal, dreamy, definitely fit in there. And <laughs> how do you say harmonica via adjective? Harmonic? Probably not harm, necessarily. Harm, harmonical. 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 Yeah. Uh, maybe like... Harmonicized. Yeah. <laughs> that sounded good. I mean, that that comes back to also like harmonic. But I will... Like when I originally said that, I kind of laughed Cringed. it off a little bit. But I do Cringed think it there. was... There, there was a bit of a, the harmonic going on in there of like the different instruments, even with the harmonica. I do think that kind of allowed them to all fit together pretty well. So harmonicize, maybe, yeah. Sounds like a verb, though. Harmonic. You know, whatever works. Yeah. You ready for mine? Yes. I'm ready. I I had this one ready for a while. At first I was like, you know, (laughs) grooves was the word that I was like, all right, it grooves. Like when they're at their best, it grooves. They're grooving. And then a part of me was like, I mean, it is kind of milky. It's frothy to some degree, mm. right? Mm-hmm. But uh, maybe I like frothy better than the word that I was going to use because I didn't want to just go like, oh, they're milky chants. So I was going to be like, milky grooves. <laughs> but no, we're going creamy, creamy grooves. All right, blank stairs. No one likes that. Oh, there we go. Cream, that was good creamy grooves. Creamy grooves. Sorry, I got distracted for a sec. I like it. Yeah, I think okay. it's fitting. I'm going to... I did see... Oh, oh go ahead. Uh, no, no. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I Jake looked is the up something. After all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I looked up something about them, or I looked at their Wikipedia page or something, and I saw that their milky adjective in their band name was because they like thought of it as like a milky tone that they have associated with their music. I knew I was on to something. You were on to something. Damn. All the people in the chat that say, I don't know jack shit about music. Unless you I made that shut up. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I am going to have to go with Happy Bops because the overall, that's not, that's not reading into the lyrics themselves, you know, like Ethan said before he actually sat down and dissected this, like, yeah, you could then look at it and be like, oh, wow, this is some, you know, heavy stuff. But overall, just, just happy grooves, you know, bops, some might even say. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's what I want to go with for mine. Nice. I feel like I gave a pretty shit adjective combination now. Hey, you know, it's uh, you do you. Yeah, I guess. There's still time to change it if you want. <laughs> oh, no, no I'll, I'll do me. I'll keep what I said. Good, good. That's what I like to hear. <sighs> all right. Well. And that brings right. us back to square one. Oh, to my one. God. Wow. Square uh, one. After all those ads for Notion, there were a couple other, there were two other ones mixed in there. I know we hit at least like three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Music school. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's get a fourth one in there. This one is for some self promotion for the show. Like and subscribe, leave a review. Uh, make sure to leave, yeah, five star review goes a long way, generates traffic, all that shit. Algorithm. So, algorithm. Algorithm. Yep. 
we want we want to pop up on someone's like recommended. What were you guys talking about? Spotify. Spotify has the for you. I don't know how it works for podcasts. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. But I'd well, like I think next time someone's listening to Milky Chance and they make a radio station out of it, this episode is realistically going to pop up on that radio station. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I love yeah, when I'm looking like for radio music. And, Blossom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I get a podcast in there that's yeah. an hour, hour and 41 minutes long. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Gotta love it. Well, Ethan, yeah. thanks for coming on, Thank dude. You. This was a thanks for having me. This was a blast. I gotta say, uh, good to hear. Good to hear. I'm glad that you guys enjoyed the boppy music. Yep, at least, even if not the lyrics. We did, and the lyrics. We had, and lyrics. we had a few laughs. We had a few scares along the way. But all in all, scares. good time. Jake, how's your finger doing? How's your blood loss? I'm starting to get dizzy, so this is perfect timing. <laughs> perfect. And uh, I'm hoping not to collapse before we finish this up. Wonderful. So with that being said, we'll wrap things up. Ethan, thank you so much for coming. Yeah, thank you guys again. One more time. Hit us with that uh, website. Uh, Yes, Square One. So the website squareonegame.net, S-Q-A-R-E-O-N-E-G-A-M-E.net. Now, I don't want to sound like a a bossy bossy Bethany, but I heard you say S-Q-A-R-E. Is it not mm-hmm. S-Q-U-A-R-E? <laughs> I am just messing this up time and time again. Yeah, however you spell square, that's Boss, the right way. Definitely. It's the it's the pressure with the camera on me. Yeah, you know. You know it happens. Okay, so S-Q-U-A-R-E-O-N-E-G-A-M-E dot N-E-T. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. There you have it. Let's play the music, the outro music now. And... We love you all. Catch you later. Bye-bye.